I realized that I create my own sense of freedom and I can yes. be as free as I want to be. Mm-hmm. And until I developed that inner sense of freedom, really, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't until a point that I, I couldn't get it on the outside unless I had it on the inside. Play share, we can do better. I don't believe in the rigid nine to five, 40 hour work week. Life is short and people spend way too much of it working. You deserve more time to do the things that light you up so you can show up in the world as the best version of yourself. The Pretty Sure We Can Do Better podcast will explore all the ways you can create more freedom and flexibility in your life so you will feel less stressed and more empowered to make a difference in the world. The world needs you to be happier. The world needs you to feel more fulfilled. The world needs you to smile more and I know we can get you there. Each week, we will hear from people who are doing this well. We will gain insights into how they are creating the life they've always wanted. I'm your host, Angie Cazares, and together, I'm pretty sure we can do better. Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretty Sure We Can Do Better. This week, we are talking to our guest, Jacqueline Martinez. And Jacqueline has started her own company doing human design, but through a business lens. So it's super interesting. If you've never heard of human design, she will get into that. But essentially, you give your birth date, the exact location, and the exact time. And it gives you a detailed report about, you know, things about you, your energy, and what you have to offer, your strengths, and ways that you might... Uh, be getting off. It's very similar to, you know, kind of a um, other personality tools that exist that give you information about yourself. It's very similar, um, but also very interesting. And so, yeah, Jacqueline was so gracious to give me um, a reading this week. I got a human design um, session with her and it was so interesting for me And so much of it was right on point with things that I've learned about myself recently or things I've been thinking about and directions I'm going and the different strengths that she said I had or ways that people even see me um, and see my strengths were things that I've realized recently. And so it was so validating for me to get this information and go through it with her. And, um, you know, I have a report, so I wanted to read some of the things that are in my report because it was so interesting. So it says you are here to do things your way, not how the world has prescribed you to do it. And that just reminded me so much of like what this podcast is all about. You know, I was just so eager to break free from the nine to five, do things my way help people get more freedom and flexibility, show that it's possible and that there are so many different ways to do it. And that just so nailed in just sort of like what this podcast is all about and why I even wanted to start it. Um, Another thing, follow what lights you up. Those nudges are your map to doing the things most you and the way you're most meant to do it, which is so something I do when I just get this gut feeling about something that I want to do in the world, then I just go for it. I lean into that. And that is something that apparently is, is what I exactly what I should be doing. So yeah, I just wanted to share a couple of things really quick that stood out to me that were right on point about my report before we jump into the interview with Jacqueline. 
But yeah, she will talk more about what this is and she'll talk about her journey about, you know, starting her, her own business and the pivots that she made all throughout her career to get to what felt right in terms of freedom for herself and freedom that just what the freedom that she was longing for. And so I love, I love this interview so much and I think you'll benefit from it and don't hesitate to reach out to Jacqueline if you are interested in learning more about human design or doing a session with her. It's so interesting and I think that you'll benefit greatly from it. So I will link in the show notes to all the information to get a hold of her for that. So, all right, here we go. Here's Jacqueline. Jacqueline Martinez. Hi, how are you? Hi. Good, Angie. Thank you for asking me to be with you today. I'm so excited. Yes, I am glad our mutual friends connected us and we have this opportunity. So I wanted to just kind of dive in and hear about your background and then we'll transition into what what you're doing now and how that looks for you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the question. My background is definitely uh, (laughs) unique, but um, I will try to simplify it as much as possible. Um, So, I mean, just me in general, I've always loved people. So, you know, I've been in a, my career has been really important to me and I focused a lot um, on people over the last 10 years. And so I've been in HR and talent building departments and, you know, that aspect of companies this whole time, but (laughs) it never stopped there. I always wondered what else can I do with all of this excitement and just deep love for people inside of me. I always thought that I should be a therapist. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a psychologist. And when it came time to decide whether I was going to get my master's degree or make money, I decided to make money Uh because that was what was right for me at the time. And so as soon as I started my HR career, I remember telling my mom, I was like, I'm actually a counselor. Like I am a psychologist inside of a a business unit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I I get to do it all, but here more recently over the last three years, I've taken that what if, and started doing my own thing and experimenting and what really were, you know, three different business ideas now looks like, I am a consultant for both businesses in HR and also a career coach. And I help people find really their best match. And I help, I help people talk about themselves and know themselves. And I absolutely love it. Um, So now I am a, I'm actually a mom of three. I'm a wife. I am an HR person by day and a career coach and consultant by night. Um, and somehow it all works and I love it. Yeah, that's great. I, it's funny that you say that because I also, I mean, people have always been, always been my jam and I don't even know how, I think I would have, if I realized more when I was young and going into college, that HR was a thing, or that might be a good, I think I probably would have gone that way. Cause there have been a few times in my career. I thought like HR just seems like where I should be. But I went the like, I'm not going to make any money route and went into nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, it's so cool that you you recognize that and found and found a good fit. That's awesome. So t- tell us more about like, um, you were in before recently, right? Like a, a pretty set 
nine to five schedule. And then you kind of decided to break free from that. Yeah. What did that look like for you? Wow. So actually I've been wanting to break free from the nine to five for 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as I got in, I was like, Oh, I want to get out. Yeah. Um, and you know what really, I always wanted to get out, but also I love career and I love to work Mm -hmm. and I could do it all day and all night. And actually I did up until uh, when I had my daughter six years ago, (laughs) then, you know, I really had this, this block of time at night where I was like, okay, you're, you're not in the office. And at that point, you know, I didn't take a computer home with me. It didn't make sense for me to work from home. That just wasn't my lifestyle. And so I was very regimented. But I was also thinking, you know, there, there, I could have this flexibility during the day too. And so I, I just remember sitting at my cubicle, looking out the window, thinking there's gotta be, you know, something else I can do with my energy. <laughs> Not just sitting here in this cubicle. Yes. I'm so blessed. I had a great job, but I just, I wanted to see my daughter right. more and go for walks and runs outside. And I'm just, you know, really active person. And so at that point, that was, this was six years ago. I set the intention I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. And again, it looked like a lot of different things. I mm-hmm. started you know, scribbling on papers in between meetings, ideas that I had, yeah. I started visualizing, I made Pinterest boards. I started asking my friends, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And you know that, oh gosh, there's just so much I could say on this topic, but the, I just didn't have like the courage wasn't there that I had no idea what I was doing. I just had a bunch of ideas and yeah, you know, a longing desire to not be sitting in my desk. Um, yep. so <laughs> what, you know, really just, I put one foot in front of the other, you know, met some awesome individuals, did networking, went into some new, um, full-time roles where I didn't feel that sense of longing as much. Mm-hmm. I, I actually yeah. enjoyed what I did. I had a yeah. flexibility and I feel like I just kept taking roles and kept getting opportunities where I was a little bit more free. And I put that nice. in quotes yeah. because well, actually I'll say it in a second. So I just kept like pivoting toward freedom, pivoting toward freedom. And then I just started building, um, you know, at first I, I had, you know, this, this consulting idea and I was like, this could go full time. And then when I was doing it full-time at night on top of my full-time job and, you know, raising a family, yeah, I was yeah. exhausted. I bet. I was like, if this is having my own company, I'm not interested. Sure. And so I, at the time was getting married to my husband. Um, and I was like, I just want to like take some time off from the second job. Right. And just like, enjoy it. And, um, and I did, and that was nice. But then you know, during that time off, I was like, okay, I I need to get back into it. And so at that point I pivoted again in my career, had a little bit more freedom, but still that, that sense of like, Oh, this isn't quite right. And I never could figure out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And human design found me (laughs) and human design. I can, you know, briefly explain what it is in just a Mm -hmm. second, but basically it is a, a, a personal development tool that really like shows you your soul and shows you the map to, um, of your energy that helps you figure out what is the correct way to live for you. Um, so many aspects of yourself. And so I found this for myself. It was life-changing and, you know, a big part of me, my energy is like, it's just really expansive and I'm really meant to kind of be my own boss in a sense. Um, 
not wholly, but I, I, you know, just basically I'm, I'm meant to work and, and do my thing. So like, okay, yeah. this makes so much sense. And, um, I didn't really do anything with it except for build what I wanted to build. And so I built this, um, consulting company. It's called off the record HR, where I do career coaching, where I do, um, business consulting and was doing that in addition to my full-time job and really didn't have like a, I didn't have an intention to leave my job. I was just like, I'm going to do both. This is fun. I'm enjoying life. I can do it as I want. Um, but at the same time, I was just, I still had that feeling and I didn't really know what to do with it because I was comfortable and I was taken care of. And with the pandemic last year, you know, everything Mm -hmm. was kind of up for grabs. There was really no sense of stability anywhere. And I don't even know if there even is now, but (laughs) at the time I was like, I'm not quitting my job. This, that does not make sense to me from a stability standpoint also. And so I didn't, um, but I did have something calling me and that was, you know, continuing, um, on, on my path for, for my company. And then I got the opportunity, um, of a lifetime to work with my favorite author doing what I'm really good at. So I joined that company, which is a global company. It's called growth day, working with Brendan Burchard to build that, build that app, build that company, Mm -hmm. um, build the product team. And, um, that was really what just changed everything. Um, because it was truly, you know, the first time where I was like, okay, yes, like this, this makes sense. This feels good. I am pretty, like, I'm definitely the owner of my schedule. I, I feel as free as I want to feel. And that's Mm -hmm. a really, I think, important point (laughs) because a lot of times people think that freedom is outside of themselves. I was one of those people for a long, long time. And it wasn't until recent years when I realized that I create my own sense of freedom and I can be as free as I want to be. And until I developed that inner sense of freedom, really. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until a point that I, I couldn't get it on the outside unless I had it on the inside. I love that. That is such a good point. I have been having epiphanies similar to that um, lately. So did you, do you feel like you kind of got there through the the human design and really that tool of understanding yourself a bit better at a deeper level? Oh yeah. It was a catalyst for sure. I always sit on the, I mean, I was one of those weird, I'll call it a weirdo. (laughs) I think, I think I'm super quirky in this sense, Mm -hmm. but one of my things to do, my most fun hobby is to like do research on like psychology and (laughs) people and, you know, personalities. And it's definitely evolved over the years. Now I lay in bed at night and look up, you know, astrology and human design, but my whole life I've been a psychology buff. And Mm -hmm. so I've always been on that path, but human design, when I had that like full more, I call it objective because it isn't me discovering about me, which can never be objective. Right. I had this objective view of myself and it was like, no, Jacqueline, like you are meant to start things and complete them as you want, you know, as you wish in a really, really quick way. And sometimes your energy just dies out and that's okay. And you can move on. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like I always thought that was a weakness of mine because I thought quitting was bad because that's what society told me, but that wasn't the case for me. And that's just one example, but yeah, human design definitely, um, 
move the needle so fast for me in a way that is hard to explain. Obviously I'm having trouble right now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and we haven't even dived into that. Um, you know, what is human design? Because I'm sure, I mean, I just, it was, it's been a lot in the past few months where I've even heard that term. Um, so yeah, do you want to explain a little bit to, to everybody what, what that is? Yeah. Thank you for asking. So human design is in short, a path back to yourself. It's not the path, it's a path. And the reason why I say back to yourself is because as humans, we're you know, conditioned and raised a, a certain way, whatever your family life was, society, all of that. Mm-hmm. And what gets lost as we grow is our sense of soul identity, you know, our natural energy just kind of gets lost in how we're taught to live. And today, no matter what age you are or what you do, society tells us that there is a one size fits all approach to pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, think a certain way, do it this way, do it that way. And, you know, that's okay up until, a, up into a point. Um, but what human design really does is gives you an, an objective look at yourself and reminds you about your own authority, that you are your own authority. Mm. So one of my favorite aspects of human design is it t- tells you what your natural authority is. And it can do that because it is basically a snapshot of you at your, I call, I keep saying energy. It's your energetic blueprint at birth. And if you were to go online right now and pull up your human design chart, it asks you three questions, your birth date, the location, and the exact time. And it is built off of ancient wisdom, including astrology, modern physics, and it's incredible what comes out of it. And you look at it, it looks like a you know, kindergarten drawing mm-hmm. and like, it looks like a body with some shapes and some are colored, some are not, and there's lines and numbers. And I was frustrated when I first saw it because I'm somebody who just wants to know. <laughs> and yeah. And so I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Let me go get go down the Google rabbit hole. Like I do with everything. Well, that did not give me a return on my results that I wanted. I really wanted to understand. Mm-hmm. So I met somebody who was trying to read them and she gave me a reading and it was crazy when she was telling me about myself, she was saying, you know, you, things like you are um, here to be a, a resource on earth. You are, um, you're a manifesting generator. That's, that's my type. There are five types and you're, you have this expansive energy and what's correct for you is to let yourself up as you go through life, your authority, you're an emotional person. So you make decisions based on what lights you up, but you also have to wait for clarity because emotions and feelings come and go. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and there are a lot more, you know, technical ways that I describe this to my clients now, but that's what came out of it. And I remember I was sitting there and after, after our reading or conversation, I felt so just opened up, like somebody had opened up my chest and like, put pulled some things out, put some things in. And I felt very, very seen. And I was going to say, yes, like seen. Yeah. That is a feeling that I have been looking for my whole life. And a lot of people that I work with and that I know are looking for that as well. And so I was like, okay, I have to know more. And, um, I actually met, um, another reader who is in a school that is human design for business. 
And I just lit up, right? Because I was like, yep, I'm a business person and human design is my thing. Nobody's doing this. This is awesome. This is crazy. So I, um, you know, networked with her. There's actually a podcast episode on my podcast. And that was like when I was first getting into it, I had no idea what I was, what I was doing. Um, but learned really quickly enrolled. And now I've been, um, studying human design for business for three semesters. And, um, today I apply it in my career coaching and in my human resources work. Um, most of the time people know that I'm applying it, but it's so under the radar. It's, you know, a, a way to really um, individualize everything you do because there isn't a one size fits all approach to anything yeah, which is yeah. hard when you're consulting. Cause you know, as a consultant, you go in and you tell people what to do. That's not me. I'm truly a coach. And so um, people come to me for, you know, career, for ex- example, you know, they want to make a switch to a career, but they have no idea what they want to do because they're not excited about what they're doing. Well, we pull their human design we do, you know, the business version of the reading and we figure out, we do a strategy on what those next steps are and what, what that looks like. Um, and every single time they, you know, their feedback is, oh my gosh, I feel so seen. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This makes so much sense. It's very logical. And I can very much put, you know, a strategy to this that is correct for me and not the one size fits all approach that you can read out of a book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to knock those <laughs> because you get, you know, yeah. I get wisdom from everywhere. But um, it truly is individually tailored because it is about your own, like we are our own authority. Nobody can take that from us. Yeah. That is so important. That's so awesome. Um, And I just like this, this whole interview has just been so great because that's what I talk to so many people about that we're just like, I don't know. I, I know I'm not happy, but I don't know. And it's just, that's what it is. I love how you started with just jotting stuff down on a piece of paper, talking to your friends, setting the intention. I mean, that's all just because when you do have that realization that you're not happy and something's not right, it is, you kind of go into this, like, you know, panic. It's almost like the like fight or flight or freeze or like, what you just like, I'm not happy. I don't know what to do. And then you just like are panicking in a way, but you do, you just have to start with the that small, the smallest of steps. And just like, this isn't what I want. And even just that awareness right there. And then, like you said, just pivoting. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pivot here and get a little bit more of a, like, yeah, this is a little bit better. Okay. Now pivot again. This is a little bit better now pivot again. And it's just the more you put yourself out there and the more you experiment and just keep going and pushing, you're going to get there. And that's just so awesome. Oh, thank you for saying that. You know, one of the things, and I love, love, love the, so one thing I take for granted is my exposure to things like growth plans. Right. And, and that was part of my pivots. I was not nearly as organized back then as I am now, but one of the things I learned about several years ago through actually Brendan, through his book, the millionaire messenger, I want to say that's the one I picked it up because I commuted over two hours every day. And <laughs> Brendan and I became great friends before. Yeah. I <laughs> or maybe he became mine, but anyway. And how cool. I mean, seriously, how awesome that. So insane. You now are connected and working for. Yeah. Know, it's somebody an, you it's looked insane. up to for so long. That's the so first awesome. time we hopped on. He asked me for an interview because, um, 
well, I can tell that story in just a second, but he, when he asked me for the interview, I, I was like, wait, am I actually meeting you? <laughs> he was like, yeah. So I get on the call and, you know, he's just himself. So humble and awesome. And I'm, you know, geeking out a little bit like fangirling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm really, really like very pleased to meet you. And later on, we, you know, he tells me the story. He's like, I was just laughing because you're, <laughs> you're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously now I'm, I've calmed down and it's all normal and good, but um, yeah, the millionaire messenger, I don't know if he talks about growth plans in there. He puts out so much content that mm-hmm. um, I can't remember, but anyway, growth plans basically is where you, you know, have your vision, you say what you want to, where you want to go, what you need to learn in order to get there. And then your plan to learn those things. And one nice. of the things, or some of the things that I wanted needed to learn were things like marketing, <laughs> you know, things like the um, structures of a business. Um, and all of those things you don't just learn overnight. And then the next day you can do it. It's about like you just said, pivoting. Yeah. So yeah, marketing was, you know, putting myself out there and at first it was scary and then it was comfortable and now I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the putting together the, the business, the, um, like the foundation, that was probably the most uncomfortable thing because I like everything that's not that. <laughs> and so I knew that I needed to focus on that more. Yes. And so, um, you know, there are other things on my growth plan now, but it really was about every single day what can I do for even just 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and over a year, it's just crazy. The kind of growth and really the steps that I had taken to get there. And it was just about 30 minutes a day, just like working out. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And starting that and starting small. And I mean, I love that you said like what makes you uncomfortable and focusing on that, because that's usually the thing people avoid and try to push off, but it's when you actually sit down and you're like, okay, no, this is uncomfortable. This is the thing I need to do. And I, and, and like, you're going to grow from that and like towards your goal, but also just in ways that you don't even imagine, you know, just like confidence, like so many things when you just do the uncomfortable thing. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Completely, completely. I so I, I think it's really interesting <laughs> because especially the, the human design for business, do you ever come in? Um, because human design is, is definitely different than, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not the, what am I trying to say? It's a little woo woo, I guess. It's, it's not like mainstream term, at all. Not mainstream. Um, you know, that's the term I feel like people throw around a lot. Like, um, but yeah, so I'm just curious bringing that into the business world. Do you, do you get ever just people who are like, what like, you're going to do? What? Like, this is just, you know, or do people tend to, to roll with it? How does that? That's a great happen? question. Yeah. Angie, when I first started, there was a little bit of that reaction. Like what? Because mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had this almost complex, like, oh, I need to prove myself. I need to logic my way into this. I need to really show them that this works. And then I realized that I was just completely, even though I was teaching one thing or sharing one thing, human design, which Mm -hmm. tells you to get out of your logic brain, because it's really our mechanical bodies that, you know, are our authority and make decisions for us. I was completely just off. (laughs) So I, I, you know, again, going internal first, I decided 
okay, like I'm obviously convinced of this. It's not really a thing that you have to believe either. It's a logical system and there are so many logical systems out there. So why can't this one be just as logical as all the others? Because it is. Mm. So once I put that together in my body and heart and mind, then I would just approach other people with it and they would be fine too. Nice. And really it isn't this crazy thing, right? Mm -hmm. So on, if, if you go on my website, which just published, I'm so excited. I haven't even announced it yet. Well, now you are, I know off the record, hr.com. Hey, fresh news. We got it first. What? Yeah. For real (laughs) here. Career code is what I've named it because that's what it is. It's a code to your career. And it's also human design, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. So just, you know, um, so yeah, I, it's not like I go into companies and I'm like, I'm going to get the stars aligned on all of your people. That's definitely not how I approach it. There's one of the right, things right. I love about <laughs> you have to speak in their I'm terms. In. Yeah. 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 I, one of the things I love about the school is that it teaches you how to use business terms to work with it. And mm-hmm. that's why I learned it nice to bring it to main, I'll call it mainstream to bring it to the nine to five, to bring mm-hmm. it to the corporation and the, the average person who isn't searching for something like human design, because it really is groundbreaking groundbreaking. And, um, yeah, so it's really, I think once I was good with it, then everybody else started being fine with it. Perfect. Yeah. So just a general nine or, um, human design question, what if you, what if somebody doesn't know all of those three, um, those three, you know, where they were born the exact time. I mean, obviously they probably know the date, but, um, I feel like a lot of people I've heard don't know maybe the specific time they were born yeah. it's just the day and the place enough. Yeah. That's an amazing, uh, that happens a lot. And there are a couple ways to approach that. So asking yourself, do you know, the general, frame of the day. Is it in the morning? Is it in the Mm -hmm. afternoon? Is it in the evening? And then what I actually do with people who don't know the exact time is I will go in and look at all of those different times and see what changes between the charts and then evaluate based on that person, because, you know, I'm in front of them and I know them. Um, but if somebody isn't working with, you know, a human design consultant or practitioner, then, um, they, I mean, they can honestly go in and take their best guess. There are people out there who can like go in and figure out your birth time based on astrology. And I'm not asking you to do all that. Um, at that point, it kind of becomes your best guess and looking at the changes between the times of day, the hours, the minutes. And that's what, how I go in and, and make sure that's as exact as possible. Mm-hmm. And two, um, when you look at what does change when you have, so with human design there, it's so many parts to a whole, there are over 2 billion configurations. No two maps are the same because we're all different people. Mm-hmm. But when you look at human design types, it's like, Oh, there are five types. Well, there's only five types. Well, no, there's five types. And then there's, you know, all these different kinds of authorities and there's all these different kinds of roles. And so you just keep going down the rabbit hole until you get the person and it makes up all the parts. Okay. And so if I were to, you know, if I were to give somebody like three pieces of their human design that were the most important and be most impactful for them right now, if they started acting on it today, mm-hmm. it would be the three, um, I would say most meta 
portions of the human design. So, and it, so it's not as granular as it could get. And the reason why I say that is because t- the birth time won't necessarily change that part of somebody's chart. Okay. When it's the, depending on if you have the day, you're pretty good, but there are a couple other things to keep in mind. Um, so yeah, I would just look throughout the day to see what changes. And then, um, I would honestly love to work with anybody who is trying to find their birth time yeah. and, in their chart because it's kind of complicated and there's a lot more than I could say than, um, right now to make sure they get it right. Yeah. You like the challenge. That's good. obviously Obviously you are a person that's like challenge bring it on yeah oh gosh to a fault (laughs) it's good that's awesome so so now it's it's um working with brendan full-time and doing this so yeah what's what's on the horizon yeah well i just mentioned that my website um is just published. Mm-hmm. I freaking love it. And I am actively building this company growth day with Brendan. And so I'm in building mode right now. Yeah. Not necessarily. I've learned <laughs> that I'm just like you, you mentioned earlier, you just kind of like to experiment take action. And that's probably part of your human design. It's part of mine. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I've lived my life. I've just experiment. I think of something I go do it. Um, but right now I'm really in a more of a planning phase. Um, so what's next is, you know, continuing to build growth day, continuing to build off the record HR, but not at an alarming speed. I'm not here to like, you know, go off and be a global consultant full-time. I am here to really make a difference where I am Mm -hmm. and continue to study, continue to get better, continue to impact individuals who can then impact other people. It's just the ripple effect is really big to me. And that's why I love, love, love coaching. Growth day is actually a a coaching platform. It's a self-development platform Mm -hmm. for high performance for anybody actually. And so it has tools, but a large part of it is coaching. Right. And so those coaches, right. Are talking to thousands and thousands of people who knows what's going to come of that same thing in human design. I, I, share somebody about with somebody about their human design, who knows what's going to come of that. And honestly, I've seen already some awesome, insane things happen just over the last year and a half happen. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just about, I'm really about simplifying about intention about building where I am. Um, and honestly, I've really been enjoying my family. (laughs) It's great. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I work um, as much as I need to, and uh, it's honestly a lot less than it used to be because I'm intentionally, you know, really focused on my wellness. I mm-hmm. am, um, I love things like cooking and working out, and I'm just a huge foodie. That's not something I talk about because I've, you know, so many other things to talk about, but like right. I focus so much on that. I also focus so much on having fun with my kids and we love to do adventures. They're getting older now. And so mm-hmm. we can do things, um, that are a little bit more risky and adventurous. Um, I love hanging out with my husband and, you know, so I'm honestly just focused on whole life right now. And it yes. is beyond anything that I've experienced before. Perfect. You've got that. And and it's so cool that, that Brendan, I mean, that you can still do your own thing on the side too, that he's not just like, no, you know, I've got you and you can't do your own thing. Like, you know, that's awesome that you can still, you know, do that on the side. 
I'm sure you talk to a lot of people who do have that happen to them. I years ago decided that it was not an issue. (laughs) I know this sounds so weird. I decided that it wasn't an issue for my employer (laughs) that I was a builder and that I was going Mm. to build wherever I needed. And since then I haven't really come across any roadblocks, Hmm. which I know sounds kind of weird. I've had like four employers since then, um, which kind of sounds like a lot, but in every situation I am, you know, I try to be excellent in what I do. I'm delivering and I'm spacing out my time really well so that it, it makes sense for, for me, for my employer. And so, yeah, Brendan is absolutely a, he's a builder, but he's also knows that he employs coaches because that's all what, that's what we do. We're all coaches. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's so cool. And I love how you said it started with you deciding it wasn't a problem. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like literally the biggest thing I've been focusing on in my own self-development and growth this year. It's like, it all starts with me and how I'm viewing myself or where I'm feeling inadequate with myself or where I have issues with myself. And then once you, like, like you said, once you figure out, even with human design, like once you're sold on it, not being a problem or like your confidence is like a hundred percent in, then the rest just sort of like falls into place. And that's been huge for me as well to just realize. And I know there are a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of coach friends and there is sometimes that issue of like, Oh, what if my employer finds out I'm doing this? Or, you know, there's, there are those, you know, issues of like, Oh man, are they going to be have an issue with this? Um, so that's just so cool that you're just decided, no, it's, it's not a problem. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah. I took a long, it took a lot to get to this point though. Yeah. There was always a road, there's always a roadblock. <laughs> and for me, it was deciding, okay, is this hurdle something I'm willing to just continue to jump over? Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I first wanted to start my own thing, there was always something right there. I didn't feel like I had adequate support, you know, at home or I was commuting and that was cutting into my time or there was always something um, where there were people saying like, what do you think you're doing? You, you know, you don't belong there. Or you're not dressed yeah. right or whatever. And depending on the situation, I would let it stop me for a second or I would just jump over it. And with, I remember with podcasting, oh, I, I had this huge vision to be a podcaster and my, I told my husband, what if I started a podcast? He's mm-hmm. like, that's great. He's a person of action, <laughs> which normally I am too, but I was scared. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. He went out and bought a microphone and put it on my desk. He's like, here you go. Start Aww. podcasting. Nice. Which is so, I'm so thankful for. And that definitely reminded me that like, as much as I think that anybody outside of me is my hurdle, for example, I thought, you know, things that he did was my hurdle. No, it wasn't. It was me because I sat on that microphone for a year before I did anything with it. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, just about jumping over those hurdles. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm the person in my own way. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This has been an awesome conversation. I've loved it so much. Yeah, and same. If people want to reach out to you and explore human design or just learn more about what you're up to, how can we, how can we find you? Yeah, I love that. I am, I love Instagram. I'm at Jacqueline.Hepburn. I am on LinkedIn, Jacqueline Martinez. 
and I have a podcast from coffee to wine. My new website is off the record, hr.com. Yay. Awesome. Well, we will link to all of that in the show notes and follow along on your journey. It's so exciting. Thank you so much, Angie. It was so great to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I hope you loved the interview with Jacqueline as much as I did. And again, don't hesitate to reach out to her if you're interested in learning more about human design. And also if you are interested in learning more about what I do and accountability and the coaching that I do, please reach out to me. I would be overjoyed to discuss with you if it's a good fit and, you know, help you get unstuck and get moving toward a life that more lights you up, whatever that looks like for you. So I love talking about that with you. Feel free to email me or message me and anything I can do to help. I am more than willing. So hopefully I will hear from you soon and we will see you here next week.